You bring the message to millions. Say, Keith, don't go. I said, Keith, don't go. Oh, don't take my phone. Hi folks, Andrew here from Inside AV. Keith's out the back sorting himself out. Uh, while he's doing that, uh, let me introduce to episode three. And uh, we're going to talk about the Humax um, PBR and you know, a bunch of other subjects that come up along the way. Uh, we have so much material for episodes three and four, it's going to stretch out to perhaps episode seven or eight. So if this episode's shorter, which it is, don't be shocked, there's plenty more to come and we'll release new podcasts more frequently rather than longer ones less frequently. If someone would like to rate our mediocre efforts at podcasting, we'd be much appreciative to the point where we'll give you a free name audio sampler CD. We have a pile of them here to give away. If you can uh, rate the podcast and email your details to the show at inside-av.com with your mailing address, we'll send you a CD. If you're on the other side of the planet, we'll still send you a CD. Sounds awfully generous, but uh, that's the kind of bribery we're willing to uh, go after and offer to uh, get a review or some ratings. And, of course, you know, write a review. I mean, it can, you know, we're not asking for, you know, along the lines of uh, this is the best podcast I've ever heard. We're simply asking for an honest review, and uh, we'd you know, be much appreciated, and uh, we will show that appreciation by sending you out what is a great little $25 value CD from the Name Audio people in the UK. They have a recording label as well as their equipment manufacturing, and they record some damn fine musicians, uh, but in a way that is of exceptionally high quality, of course, along you know, along the lines of the equipment itself. Uh, without further ado, onto the Void It uh, episode for uh, this week, uh, which is, as I say, the Humax PVR. We've avoided it yet again. Oh, no. Well, we didn't wreck it this time. Oh, well, we didn't wreck, wreck it last no, time. No, I managed to put the camera back together. I found the screws. Good. Yep. No, we're looking today at the Humax digital TV recorder, or PVR, some people call them, personal video recorders. Yep. Um, Any, just anything to have. New product for me. Yeah. Um, You've not sold Humax before? Uh, yeah, Humax have been around for a long time. They have. Good brand, uh, I thought. Yeah. I, I had some experience with them in the early 90s. Mm. 90s? 90s. 90s. With um, their satellite boxes. Yeah. That's a long time ago. <laughs> That's where I first heard about them. Yeah. If you read all the articles on the web, they say they're um, always been in set-top boxes. I suppose satellite boxes are set-top boxes, but... Only if you put it on top of your TV. Yeah. Well, true. Mm. Anyway, so I've installed oh, a small handful of these so far, and mm. I have to say they're very easy to use. Mm. Straightforward. What model are we talking about? Uh, this is the 500 gig. It's model number HDR-7500T. Okay. It's seemingly well constructed. There's not a lot in the box, but what's in there looks um, eh, reasonable quality. Yeah, it's put hard, together all right. Hard drive looks 
It's well supported. Yeah, very well supported. In fact, it's almost a little, um, like a chromatically sealed cradle. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Though I think it wouldn't be too hard to change it. Um, they come in 500 gig and terabyte. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get the prices wrong. I think it's 449 for the 500 and 549. That's recommended retail, but. Does that even matter? Having no, it doesn't matter. The basis of what we were just talking about. Yeah, you just hunt around. You can get them cheaper. Yeah. Uh, like you I wouldn't said, recommend doing that, though. No. <laughs> Brings us to an interesting thing. So you sell one of those to someone, and you then charge them on top of that for install, or do you yes. throw that in because you're there on the job? Or? No, there's installation involved, usually setting up. But I, I do a bit of training to make sure they understand mm-hmm. how to use it. Um, so far, it's been pretty straightforward because such a good little menu. So system. you would say that the difference in um, oh, that's better. Uh, the difference in uh, cost between you and an online store would be one hundred, one hundred and fifty dollars, and yet you're offering delivery to the front door. You're installing it. You're doing this. You're doing that, and you are doing the same as what any other high quality installer would do around the country or around the world. Yeah. So where does the advantage of online purchase, where does that come in, I wonder? I'll tell you what it does for you or for the end user. It takes the guesswork out because I do not turn up with a product that's not going to work. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do what it's supposed to do. I hate it when I turn up to a job and the customer's bought all the gear. Yep. And they're hoping it's going to do this or that. And well, they're not hoping. They've been told by the salesman. Well, they probably have been told. But, um, you know, I've got a lot of loyal customers and um, they're happy to pay for, you know, good old-fashioned service. And Well, okay, so you bring the product, you, you plug it in, you make it work, you show them how to use it, you charge them perhaps at the most $150 more by the time it's all done than what they would have purchased it online, had to go to the post office and pick it up or alternatively have it delivered to their door. And they are presented with a box, nothing more. That's assuming they make a correct buying decision, as you were leading up yep. or alluding to, I should say. Yes. You've done you've done a lot of research and experimentation, like we're doing now, yeah. having pulled Prior. the thing apart, and we can see it's well screwed together inside using quality components, and given the retail price, you know, one would wonder how they make it for that and sell it, um, considering the size of the ICs and that in there, as per the photos on the website, by the way, folks. Um yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. I suppose online is, attracts a certain kind of client who knows it all and is tight with money. <laughs> That's a good way. But, um, Getting back to the product. Yeah, but, well, actually, just to what does it do? finalise that, Oh, um, most of my clients are quite happy to pay for the service of having it set up and connected correctly mm. because they all say... I never would have been able to do that properly. Yes. Or they may have um, taken the easy way out and, and used the wrong connections or the wrong leads. Composite video, yeah, as usual. <laughs> yes. And, Do and you that, use the yellow, red and the white lead yes. deer to make it work? But um, so back to what it does. Yeah. Um, tapes TV. There you go. And that wraps that up. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> it actually tapes... Two channels at once, while you play one back. I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't know how many people do that, but yeah, 
So, Will, I noticed it's got dual tuners, and we saw that by pulling the lid off yeah. and voiding it. Um, this one did have a void sticker. Yeah. Lucky you're selling it to a mate tomorrow. Um, <laughs> now, what? Uh, so, so we'll record from both tuners at the same time and play back a stream from a previous recording all at once. Yes. Wow, that's quite a bit Pretty of good, processing power. Yeah, and you'd probably notice in, on that one of the ICs is a fairly hefty little heatsink bolted yeah, to the did. top of it. Yeah, it did. Mm. So. Uh, other than that, it doesn't run very hot as a unit. It doesn't have any ventilation well, on the top. Well, that's actually, yeah, that doesn't, does it? So no ventilation in the lid, and yet it doesn't run that warm, which is unusual for Though a set-top it does box. have a cooling fan at the back. So ah, okay. they have worked it out properly. Yep. But, um, yeah. It's a fan coming on, come on and off with I haven't, temp. I haven't noticed it, actually, yet. How about when you install this? Yeah, we'll give it a whirl. Because you've installed older models. This is a new model. Is yes. that the case? Oh, this is... I've no, I've haven't. You've been using something else. Yeah, I've been using something else. <laughs> A brand that we won't mention. Um, starts with no, we won't talk about it. Oh, but, it was, they, but they were all right. Yeah, they're fine. Yep. This I actually am buying this from the same distributor that I was yeah. selling the other product. Okay, but this is this. I'm. I don't know. I've got great faith in Humax. Um, what I was going to say, uh, does it, there's a couple of questions I've got. You might be yep. able to answer them. And if not, can you answer them after you install it in the next episode? Okay. And that is, can I control it with an app from my iPhone or iPad? And I can say that now because you're in, I've, as of this afternoon, bought an iPhone. Oh. <laughs> my four-year-old Nokia. Finally, I tell you what, I'll have to find that out. Dust. I, well, I can tell you now it comes with, Three months of Ice TV. What the hell is that? That's like a... It's got Ice Truckers on it. Yeah. <laughs> ice Truckers, that's a good show. Uh, no, it's got a like a, a program guy that mm. you can set up your recordings, and that does come on an app. I, that is that some kind of TiVo sort of functionality thing? Yeah, or better than TiVo. I'm not a fan of TiVo. But okay. I have no knowledge. Yeah. No. Um, I don't watch TV. I actually haven't had a good go at Ice TV, but it... It does all the right things from what mm, I can see. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm, mm. Though the only thing that I think is quite funny with Ice TV is for, I'm going to get this wrong, I think it's $45 a year you can get a subscription. Yes. Um, but for $99 you can get a lifetime subscription. <coughs> so obviously they're, they're intending to go to business sooner rather than later. Well, <laughs> Ice TV's. Lifetime is five years, so um, they don't expect the thing to last more than five years. Or maybe... Oh, so when you look up the terms, a lifetime, according to them, is five years. Yes, yes. I so. see, not a lot of people will define lifetime. No, but I know a lot of companies that do that. It's lifetime, and then they work out, yeah, it'll be like lucky to go 10 years, so... Oh, so lifetime of the product. Yeah, well... Or lifetime of Ice TV. <laughs> Ice TV, lifetime subscription to Ice TV. So after five years, you just get sick of it and throw it away. Well, you don't physically throw no. it away because it's, it's not like a banana, is it? No. You I, can't hold it in your hand and no, toss it at cars. software. Yeah, so software, okay. Yep. Now, uh, so no app to control the uh, box and set up... Uh, well, I'll have to check, but I think the Ice TV will let you do it. I so, will. So Because so, it does have an app. Definitely. Yeah, definitely has an app. So you can set yep. up your recordings. And Android and uh, iOS or not? No, I don't think it's, it's all just Apple, iOS, yeah. 5. Yeah. 
And but no, sorry, I I stand corrected. I didn't correct you. No, I'm correcting myself. Oh. You can do this via your PC. So presumably oh. you can do it. I can log into a browser window sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So presumably you can do it from any smartphone. Hmm. But you'd be using your browser to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it sounds clunky and horrible. What, what about, uh, does it do streaming? Yes. Simple, simple answer. Simple yes. answer. Yes, it does. Actually, Meaning, because it's got an Ethernet connector on it, which sometimes is just firmware upgrades, but what you're saying is this, you have it on the network and you may or may not be able to control it from an app because you're going to find out. Yes, double check. Rather than us guessing. And, but the fact is you'll be able to, from a computer with a UNP, UPNP server or from an AS drive, sw- uh, serve up files to it. Yeah. That'd be pretty handy. Mind you, I think everything does that now. Just about. And, we, and you can plug um, portable drives directly to it as well. Oh, oh yeah, because it's got USB sockets. So you yeah. can plug in uh, like one a terabyte front, drive. One, one at the, the front as well. So you can put the family photos, snapshots in the front. Okay, yep. Another good... Oh, yeah, so you just stick your flash drive in it and do a quick slideshow and bore people windless. Yep. And another thing that's not a bad feature, and just extending on from your streaming bit, is if you had two of them... Yes. One in the living room, one in the master Mm -hmm. bedroom, what you tape in the living room, you have access to in the the bedroom and vice versa. And how does that signal get there? This is... Somehow well, you'd it's have served have, up by this into the other one. You'd have to have a network connection. So if you had them sitting on the same network, you could go into the streaming function and it would see the other Humax box on there. Yep. And you could then look up what you wanted to play on there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, that's... Life is so, getting pretty good, hey? I mean, yeah. LG reckoned life was good, but now I'm starting to believe them. It does have an optional Wi-Fi dongle too, so if you don't have an Ethernet mm. connection... I haven't yeah. tested that out. I need to test that. Um, that. That's the thing, isn't it? We talk about Ethernet like everyone's got it all around the house. Bugger all people do. They're relying on Wi-Fi. I mean, the building I live in, there's no way I can run cables through. It's all masonry walls and stuff. Um, I rely on Wi-Fi. doesn't work very well, though. Well, we might have to take one over to your place and test it. Mm, that would mean you'd have to come to my house, though. Oh, that's not a good idea. Then it's you'd know good. where I live. <laughs> Yes, rather than just where you work. Yeah. So other than that, it's, it's... I like that idea. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I quite like the idea that I know where you live. Oh, God. But man. I don't know that I'm not comfortable with that. Oh, another pointer. Who? Made in Korea. Not okay. made in China. I'm a happy man. Me? Nothing against the Chinese. And a bit, great food. And a bit but, of history, too, on yes, the Humax. Yes. At one point in their lifespan, they were made in Ireland. What? Yeah. If you have a look on the box... Yeah. Actually, it says 2008. The Queen's Award for Enterprise, 2008. Yeah. And I had a look on Wikipedia. Yes. And, yeah, they had a factory in Ireland. A lot of people did. You know the story to that. No, I don't. I didn't. That was news to me. I, I could bore you with it. Oh. I don't actually have that much information, but off the top of my head, the Irish government back a while ago, in the 90s, changed a lot of taxation rules to help... Encourage? Manufacturing. And 
I was a Bose dealer at the time. What? A <laughs> Bose dealer? <laughs> was what? It, is it Bose or Bose? I like the customers oh, that come. The customers? Oh, the customers that come in. It's a bit of a Freudian slip there, Re, another word that starts with cluster. And they... Uh, they Bosey. Oh, yes, I have a Bose. You have a what? You have a Bose? <laughs> Bose? Bose. <laughs> As if Bose was designed in France. That's, it's, it's American, it's, you twat. It's, it's good quality USA made in Mexico. China. <laughs> Mexico. Oh, well, that's another story I could tell you, but oh. I won't. But um, Maybe you should finish one. Regarding Bose trucks driving over the border. But um, the, I think they go down with... Uh, well, they go down with an empty truck and they come back with 80% Bose and 20%... Immigrants? No, I don't think that happens at all. Um, Bose set up a factory in Ireland. Bose, sorry, they're all installers. The yeah, Bose set up in Ireland. So did a bunch of com- companies, and um, because of the, the, the tax break, tax breaks, cheap land, cheap uh, factory construction, cheap this, cheap that. I really have no idea what I'm talking about, but, oh, well, but I know that a lot of companies went there, and of course they all left. About um, three years ago, and the country, of course, has fallen in a horrible heap because of that. Mm. Country so what, went gangbusters. For it was a good idea, years. but they didn't follow through. Well, they tried to follow through, but I can't think. I don't know whether they changed the law or whether the GFC just buggered it up. But, yeah, that's that's um, interesting. Okay. And, of course, the quality has no doubt improved dramatically since they started making it in Korea. Yeah, no, I'm a fan of what the Koreans put together. They seem to know how North to use... North or South? I prefer South, south. myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you want some nuclear weapons, you probably go North. <laughs> We're not after those. <laughs> well, you might not be. No. Speak for yourself. I couldn't imagine anything more fun. Well, not nuclear. No, that's over the top. My neighbour's not that far away that I need to... Of course, there would be probably fallout. There would be fallout <laughs> yes, over the fence. Um, back to uh, the product. Well, that, that's the product. That's the product, and I'm not going to get more technical than that. Other than it seems to work really well. Great menu, easy to understand. Yes. Um, I read a few reviews on online, and a lot of people say, "Oh, it hasn't got enough features," but it doesn't miss anything. What do you want it to do? You want it to set a timer very easily to record oh, they, TV programs. They want it to play every format underneath the sun. Oh, via the streaming thing? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I mean... When you consider... Because they've pirated the copies off the internet. They need to be able to play them legitimately, and they can't play them. And Why aren't they just AVI files? Why don't they yeah. play on anything? This, well, I think it quite, states quite clearly it won't play on AVI. Doesn't it? Oh, I don't know. I think it says it plays a plays Xvids. Well, Xvids, Davio. Yeah. yeah. So and the other other shortfall apparently is um, it actually you can't take the recordings off the humans. Oh, that's the big question. And keep them. How do you get? So you can't via that network connection get files off the hard drive into your computer and save them no, you can't no it's actually encrypted why um, I believe to keep everyone happy in the whatever industry the copyright industry uh, 
But I mean, can you explain to me then how you've got a USB drive or plug into it, right? Yeah. You can't drop files off the internal hard drive onto your USB. No. Obviously. No. So how do you back it up? That's a probably a good question. I think but your review is very quickly turning to shit. <laughs> so you record three years' worth of stuff. You have the aforementioned lightning oh, strike. Yeah. And your, you know, 22 years of Simpsons episodes go up in smoke. Okay. PVR is not for you. That is not the, <laughs> that is not the purpose of a PVR. I don't care who... Who carries on about it's saved and it's recorded? The idea of a PVR, yes, is to change the way that you watch television. You okay. get to watch it when you want it. Okay. Do not think of it as a device for, for archival for uses. Uh, yes. yes. Everyone wants to do that. I don't understand if you if you haven't got time to watch it and you've got to record it. Yeah. And then watch it. You're not going to have time to tape everything under the sun and then watch it three oh, years down the track. No, no, no. I'm with you. I mean, these people uh, who record everything and then burn it to disc and then put a have a bookcase full of discs that they never watch. Yeah. I don't get that. But let me tell you a story. I inherited, because I specced it into a job and then the customer didn't like it, I ended up with a PVR once myself. Very similar to this, only significantly more expensive. Okay. Twin tuner, HD, PVR, uh, low-grade brand. And it worked really well, actually, for an LG. Uh, I was very happy with it. And I had lots of good recordings on it. I'd recorded lots of interesting musical performances on it, etc., etc. Yes. And then I ran out of hard drive space. So I started deleting stuff that I'd watched. Because this is back in the days when 120 gig was a big drive. Yeah. Cost twelve hundred freaking dollars. Anyhow, so I, I eventually got I'd whittled my collection down to one hundred and twenty gig of really good stuff, and then I thought, right, I'm going to put a bigger hard drive in, and I'm going to copy the stuff off that, and da 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 da. Wow, I didn't want to accept a bigger drive, and I couldn't get the stuff off the drive. Yep. So what was I supposed to do? You were supposed. So to I had the wrong product, and in yeah. fact, when I think back, the reason the client didn't want that product was because he couldn't burn off what he wanted to keep. Yeah. So he was right, and I was a fool. But I tell you what, it was good to use as a PVR. It was excellent, because I'd just record everything I want. I could record two programs and that at once as well, but I couldn't play it back at the same time as I remember it. At least, I don't think so. You know what it's really good for? Mm -hmm. I can tape the local news, Mm -hmm. The Metropolitan News, which mm. comes straight after it, so that's half an hour of local news, yeah. half an hour of Brisbane news. Yes. And then when I sit down and watch it, yeah. I can watch both that because I can skip the ads yeah. in the half an hour. You know you can skip the ads and you can skip the sport. <laughs> well, yes, true. All that football, and all that soccer. Cricket. Well, uh, come on. Be fair. Yeah, right. Cricket. Cricket. Uh, we're just alienated 78% of our audience. I'm going to mention tennis, another 10% gone. Golf, another 12% gone. We're now down to 2% of our original audience. But these, th- those... And you save all the motorsport. Yeah. I'll save... <laughs> of which... It's interesting, isn't it? Someone... Uh, an Australian wins the Motorcycling World Championship 
which happened recently, and a footballer stubbed their toe. <laughs> no, the or, footballer or urinated on a tree somewhere. In well, a urinated on a uh, underneath a gambling God, table in the casino. Trouble. Yeah, whatever. The point is, a footballer lost control again. Had uh, took the uh, lid off a bottle of beer, sniffed it three times, and went completely mad. Urinated all over the place, banged a whole bunch of chicks, whatever. And then uh, that's the other way around, isn't it? They get one chick and then they queue, <laughs> form a queue. Yeah. Anyhow, forgetting all that, so this happened, and Casey Stoner, not yeah. a huge fan, but the point is he won the thing, and uh, he gets uh, he gets twelve seconds where they show him riding over the line and pulling a wheelie the length of the straight, and he's a world champion. He's the wheelchair. He gets 12 seconds, and that's after the footballer stubs his toe, uh, cues for sex, and pees at the casino under the table. How does that work? That's Australian. That's Australian. And on that note... We'll leave it at that. Bye, folks. We'll be back. Oh, we'll be back with Keith's... Uh, oh. ...details of actual usage and performance. You know what I'm interested to hear about? What the picture was like on standard def and whether it looked nice and clean or was a little bit pixelated or... What, on a standard deaf TV? No, no, on a high deaf TV. <laughs> Can you get standard deaf TV? <laughs> no, it looks good. I've actually tested it on the workshop page. Oh, you have, okay. Yep. Uh, check the website, folks. avinside.com or is it insideav? Inside-av.com. <laughs> I've taken a few pictures of the insides, and it, look, it's not exciting, but it is, it is, it is good quality. Well, it'll stop other people from pulling it apart. They can just have a look at it. <laughs> we've done it already. True enough. All right, we've avoided it, and we're back uh, with uh, the closing notes for uh, episode three of the uh, Inside AV podcast. Bye. And we're back. Thanks for listening, folks. We're, we're here again. Yeah, we're back. And we're just going to wrap up because you've been putting up with us for hours. Okay. Recap. Recap. And what we're doing episode four is, very quickly, uh, we're going to make sure the Humax works really well in the field. You're going to tell us whether there's an app for it. Right? Yes. Point one. Point two, Rigadat coming back into stock. We'll do the test we talked about. Point three, we're going to compare new the old box. Cambridge DAC, the old... And the new Cambridge. Oh, uh, yep, yep. We've got, yeah, the Rigadac in a box is on a truck as we speak. Having, unfortunately, had been interrupted by a customer, the bastard wanted to buy the thing. I cannot believe it. I mean, you put stuff in a hi-fi store, who would think they, they would come, come in and buy it? And then... Uh, there was one other... Oh, we got HDMI lead. Yeah, we we're didn't clarify to... that. We need to clarify it. We're hoping, or no, we're not hoping, we're going to build... Ooh. We're hoping what? We need to build a test rig. We're going to build a test rig to clamp a HDMI cable to the back of a Blu-ray player so that it doesn't wobble around in the connector. We are then going to twist the lead around in a systematic way Yes. to see... Are we going to get an assistant for this? Don't we need a lab assistant? I think we need a lab assistant. Okay. I like that, lab assistant. Should this lab assistant be wearing the bare minimum of clothing? Well, safety gear, some sort of... Oh, what? Bikini top. Goggles. Goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Keith. Uh, what did I say? I nearly said... Jesus, Keith. So that's um, it. You've got me all excited now. So we're going to get our lab assistant, preferably female, 
to twist the cable while wearing a bare minimum of clothing. This sounds like a, a marketing ploy if I've ever heard one. So we're going to try a few different cables. So that's going to be something I want to, frankly, organise pretty quickly. Okay. Um, so hit Do we need one of those model recruiting sites? Ballistic barriers or something up for the testing between, purpose? <laughs> between me and the model. Yes. Some sort of barrier. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Okay, we're back. We're not. We're back. We're gone. We're going. We'll be back episode four. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. See you guys. So long. You bring the message to millions. Say, Keith, don't go. I said, Keith, don't go. Oh, don't take my fun Keith, don't go Keith, don't go now